Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Oh god, but in a podcast. What is it now, Karen? Episode 18. Hello and, and welcome back to <laughs> what is now, Karen. It's been probably about a month since we last recorded. It's, as we record this right now, it's been less than a month since the last post, the last episode. It sounds like a confessional. <laughs> it's been 30 days since my last podcast, Father. Forgive me, Father, for we have failed winkers everywhere. Um, we've just been really busy now that life is kind of back on... Busy in a very, I mean, busy doing like dinners in the pub. Not busy in the true sense. <laughs> but that's good though. That's that's what life used to be like. We should we should say actually this is a an, an incredibly if, special. If you think this sounds awkward, <laughs> it's because it is. <laughs> because this is the first ever in person wink. So me and Betty are literally sitting. Across the table from each other right now. Social distance, of course. <laughs> Social distance, of course. So we are like literally sitting, looking at each other as we speak, having a conversation that that we're recording. I think it'll be it'll be fine once we get into the, the meat of it. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I I just said I'm going to just pretend that it's Zoom. <laughs> okay, so um, so it's been a bit of a gap. We apologise for that, but as we were saying, you know, we're now in level two. Lockdown restrictions in Scotland. Um, me and Betty both, so that means we can like be inside with each other. And also, it means like bars are open, pubs are open, restaurants are open. You can have a, a drink inside. The weather's been quite good. Yeah. We've both been quite busy with work as well. I think. I don't know. I just feel knackered all the time. Anyway. <laughs> what well, have you What have you been up to? What's the highlights? The highlights. Um. It's it's bizarre though because I haven't done anything particularly. I guess out of the ordinary, went for a few dinners, um, a few beer gardens, a few lunches, just general, normal socialising. That's quite good though, I mean like we've had, <laughs> we've had so long without it. I know. Um, it, feel, it is a wee bit overwhelming at times though, with everything kind of opening up and having, you know, the choice to go out and... Yeah. Whereas we've not had that choice for so long, it is a bit overwhelming, but, but it's good, I'm glad. No, I know you feel overwhelming. I had a week of annual leave and, and I did get to one day towards the end of the week where I was like, I, 
I just need to sit in the flat by myself. <laughs> I cannot do anything. But I think it's different when you choose to stay in rather than like lockdown where we're all forced and told we have to stay in. Whereas at least now when we're staying in, it's like because you actually want to and you need a bit of chill time. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel very easily fatigued socially now. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, I think it's because we've been doing all our socialising like over Zoom and stuff, which is very kind of... You know, it's usually kind of do about an hour or so, and then you kind of literally switch off. Whereas, for me, I'm like, I don't know if I know, like, social cues anymore. <laughs> like, if you're in someone's house, like, when do you leave? <laughs> like, the Zoom 40-minute timer hasn't ended. The Zoom 40-minute timer is quite good, because could, you could be, like, you could, I, I remember doing, like, those Zoom quizzes we used to do, I was sitting there, like, so tired, but also, like, not wanting to be the one that was like, right, guys, I'm going. So, like, after 40 minutes, you would just be like, oh, it's coming up to the timer, and... Well, it's quite late, and it was just a, like it was a good cue to leave. Yeah. yeah, but what do you do now that that's not there? Well, what did we used to do? Don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know any social cues anymore. Social etiquette. I, I don't know. I think you go. To, I think when the host goes when to bed, the host starts yawning. Who starts yawning? Starts tidying up. Gathering <laughs> like, yeah. your empties. And says things like, "Do you know any taxi numbers or um? Why are you getting up the road? <laughs> getting up the road. <laughs> now you can stay here, but um." But you know, I've got a bed and he's working tomorrow. That these are all kind of yeah, cues to pick up on. Please get out of my house. It's also the, the addition of having to like the pressure of booking things. Mm, yeah, oh my god. I just feel like you can't be spontaneous anymore and say, right, let's just go out to the pub and stand at a bar until you get a chair. You have to like pre plan everything. Yes, yeah, organised fun, which isn't usually that fun. Which is never fun. But I think we've all just been locked up for so long that we're just to get out anywhere but I know what you mean with the whole like right well we've booked this for two hours it takes ten minutes to then walk to the next place so what <laughs> time should we book that oh there's no tables at this place there's only tables in two hours and trying to kind of navigate all these booking systems it's um a pain in the arse I think is what I would call it although we've been having a wee rest the, the cadence haven't they never take a day off. It's never. I'm starting to worry about them. Well, Piers Morgan has been pretty quiet of late. He's been convalescing. He's been like in his wounds ever since he <laughs> yeah. walked off a GMB. Mm. Lawrence Fox has kind of risen to take his place <laughs> in, in the gammon stakes. He, um... Gammon stakes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean that. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> um... I mean, as we know, Lawrence Fox is a you know a tremendous um, roaster. Yeah, the Gavin Joint. The Gavin <laughs> Joint, and he ran for London Mayor. You see that? Mm. And he was beaten by two different YouTubers. Was it? They got more votes than him. Oh God. Who who were they? Were just doing it for the clout. They were just running for to make to make <laughs> to videos. Make video. <laughs> he was you know standing for a political party. Had you know funded campaigning and 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 scooped up you know I don't know but a pathetic number of votes. Um, so do you think he's taken Piers Morgan's place then? Yeah, yeah. He's still at it. I can't really say that he was... I, I couldn't tell you anything he was in as an actor, so in my book he's a failed actor. Um, Are you the a, benchmark for... <laughs> what, my acting skills? You know, you're like, you're... Um, well, if he's not in anything I know, then he can't be a good actor. I mean, I'm not defending him here, but well, this is funny. Uh, for, for, well, he's married to Billy Piper apparently yeah. and I know who, I know what Billy Piper's been in 
Billy Piper? Um, so he's a failed actor. Then he tried to be a political commentator when that's when it all kicked off when he was on that question time that time. He's failed at that because everybody just rips it out of him. And then he's tried to be a politician. He's failed at that. What next though? Um, well, where do you Journalism. go? Um, he's done a bit of that as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Again, couldn't tell you what he's written. So no. Failed journalist. Um, OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> cameo maybe. Cameo. Mm, yeah. That's what OnlyFans was meant to be. It was meant to be like for you to subscribe and get behind the scenes access to your favourite celebrity, but it was oh. co-opted by people who make adult content. Anyway, that's I don't know how we got onto that there. But yeah. um, so Cadence don't take a day off. Piers Morgan's been quiet. Lawrence Fox is, you know, the apprentice that's that's come through the ranks. I'm just a bit fed up with it all. Fed up with what? Just people like that I can't really I can't go on listening to them anymore I think the solution to this is to not go on social media do you think yeah but I think when you consume most of your news online and you know your friends are online and I guess being online is a big part of life I guess isn't it I guess we're online right now there's a part of it as well I know that for me I like sometimes like I like being annoyed by things I like (laughs) you know I like reading stuff that challenges me or you know, I don't know. Well, that tries to make you change your viewpoint. No, not necessarily. Or, or reaffirms my viewpoint. Like, yeah, mm. they're most darn, I'm right. <laughs> and I'm still a member of all my anti-vax groups. Oh, I? Yeah. I Just, bet, I mean, that over the course of the last couple of months, that probably must have exploded. Ramped right up. But there still hasn't been any, they've not posted anything that's made me even consider that it might be an option that you know i wouldn't get vaccinated everything that they've shared is just random screenshots um if you don't trust me look at this doctor who in 1998 said this and i just really part of me though wants to have the passion that they have for like just for anything i want to be as passionate about something as those anti-vaxxers are well remember i sent you that meme that was like somebody in an, uh, in an anti-vax group saying like the cat so do you know that meme it's like I think is it from Wild Child where it's like a girl whispering into somebody's ear and she's like <gasps> like shocked and like gasped <laughs> but like pleasantly shocked and somebody posted it with the caption in the years 2026 to 2030 and the meme was somebody whispering in this other woman's ear I heard he has unvaccinated sperm <laughs> somebody commented my son shall be very popular <laughs> creepy yeah and then somebody else said, my daughter too? <laughs> Fundamental misunderstanding of um, biology. biology there. Is it Karen of the Week time? It's Karen of the Week time. Um, I, I don't know what Joseph is going to say here, so I'm quite excited. <laughs> so my, cause I kind of forgot about it and I was like, oh my God, that's actually a better. Well, b- before we start, you can um, we always say you can leave us a wee review on whatever you listen on yeah. but you can't leave reviews on spotify can you but no. you can leave us a review on apple music so yeah. if you like us go and do it we were just having a wee look there we've got a few ratings one of has given us four stars i know what's that all about <laughs> and we say leave us a review but only five stars please yeah five, please leave us a five star review <laughs> i'll do you know what i'll take four but if you're going to leave four i want to know why you're not yeah, to start off. yeah constructive feedback yeah don't just leave stars write something <laughs> Um, any edit can, any edit can, you know, 
leave a rating. It, it takes someone with, you know, a bit of thought behind them to... It sounds like four-star, I wonder. It's so specific, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Remember we said before I would pay more attention to a four-star review than a five-star review because mm-hmm. that's they've, they've thought about it. Yeah, what have they deducted a point for? So if that was you and you're listening, no hard feelings, but um, we'd like you to kind of come back and tell us why. Come forward. Reveal yourself. <laughs> okay. This episode's Karen comes courtesy of one of our listeners called Sean. Mm-hmm. Sean's always wanted to be on the podcast, actually. So this is his first cameo appearance. Okay. Um, Hi, Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> and I'll just, I'm just going to read his submission word for word. Um, <laughs> I'm actually laughing already. Right. <laughs> just scanning the message. But um, we'll read it. I just had my wig snatched in the post office. I was there minding my own business, trying to return my black corduroy dungarees. Too big, not important. Anyway, this trout-mouthed Karen walks in and tries to return a parcel with no address. <laughs> the woman behind the counter asks her to step step outside to write the address for COVID capacity reasons. I know the post office he's talking about is absolutely tiny, okay. so they can literally fit like two people at the best times. For COVID capacity reasons and... Bear in mind, it's a beautiful sunny day. She kicks off, swearing, has a full-on Karen meltdown, shouting and bawling before storming out. At this point, the clerk has obviously pressed an alarm under the desk, which triggered not only a siren, but set off some kind of conflict de-escalation smoke bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Which filled the shop. And the post So we all evacuated as smoke billowed out of the door onto the road, which was mobbed. Everyone was running over like there'd been some kind of explosion. (laughs) The police and the fire brigade showed up. And I was lingering around like a bad smell, hoping the the paper would show up to interview me. (laughs) But that is hysterical. I just love the idea of someone being so scared of a cat that they had to... Set off a smoke screen. <laughs> Do we have more information on what she was saying that was so scary? I never, I never got any more info about it. Um, I suspect, I think that that reeks of like someone, who, someone maybe behind the counter who's maybe new, maybe a bit shy, a bit anxious, a bit timid. Yeah. Um. Or it's someone, like, I'm thinking if I work there and someone's like, well, this is this panic button only to be used in, you know, special circumstances. <laughs> I know in my mind, I'm like, I want to press that button. Like, I want to do it in any sort of opportunity. I thought, ah, yes, button time. <laughs> but, like, surely, surely you're training me be like, this is if somebody tries to rob you because it's, yeah, it's like going to alert terrorism. people. But who's going to bomb a post office? You never know. I think it's... Someone who's obviously panicked, right? But like, surely in your training, you would say, right, this is what if somebody comes in like a balaclava and like a knife or a gun or something, and they're trying to get money out the. Because post officers obviously have a decent amount of money because they do like bureau de change. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible exchange rate, but anyway. Uh, Well, they don't charge a commission. Um, (laughs) Like that's what that's for. That's Mm. like a that's like a defense mechanism. That's like, you know, when you try and take the tag off a t-shirt that you've stolen would, and you get covered in blue ink and then it would be a bit annoying though stealing like loads of euros especially because you can't go anywhere just now 
and then they start exchanging people like, where'd you get all these euros? <laughs> so I just, I, I, I can only imagine the, the, the scene and the chaos and the panic that ensued. Because it sounds, from that story, it sounds like the, the Karen left the shop and then they pressed the alarm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Also, what is the Karen going to do? Like, reach... Like, post office have, like, screens, don't they? They can't, like, reach through a perspex screen to, to hurt you. I guess we don't know how, what she was like. Maybe she was absolutely rabid. Yeah. And the absolute audacity to try and post a parcel without an address on it. Like, what What was oh, she expecting to happen? Was there just nothing on it at all? Fuck off. Can I, you I, you oh, heard the same story. Okay, okay. Because I've had some bad experiences with the post office recently. Have you? I, um, did I not tell you I was selling stuff on eBay? No. Uh, did you? So. I don't know if you did tell me that. Well, I've sold like three things, but the last thing I sold, there was a problem with the post office. and the What was the problem? <laughs> Call them out right now. Okay, so I, this is probably boring. I think I printed off a medium, I said that it was like a medium parcel and the customer like, or the customer like, the, set, the buyer like pays for postage. So I printed off like the medium sized thing, but apparently it was my parcel was like bigger than that. And then I ended up having to pay for postage on top of that. And it meant that I only made like a pound. <laughs> oh, God's sake. So. What, what were you selling? Do you mind us asking? A uh, jumper. Right. From Zara. So not an expensive and, jumper. And, but that, that was more than a medium. Exactly. Does that go by weight or by size? The reason that it was bigger was because basically I'd wrapped it in like parcel paper and the paper was like loose, sort of. I hadn't wrapped it basically tight enough, but it fit in the thing, the little slot. And I was going, just push it in. Like, you're not allowed to push it in. (laughs) But it was like, if you flattened it, I was like, can you flatten it out? Like, not allowed to flatten it out. It It has to go in with no effort. And so then, yeah, I had to then buy There's paper that literally would go in with no effort. Exactly. That's and it was a jumper. Like I'd, So they already taken it to the post office twice. The first time, it was too big, like, fair enough. So then I came home, like, rewrapped it, like, refolded it to size, brought it back again. But this point is, like, a day later. So, like, eBay as well. I didn't want to, like, lose, like, my waiting. It's like a Like, is it put somebody's waiting on it? Uh-huh. So then, I think, third time lucky or whatever. Third time I went... And then just had to pay for like a large parcel and only made like a pound profit on my jumper. Plus like three trips to the post office. For God's sake, Bethany. <laughs> so I am not on best terms with the post office, so... So you what, you can sympathise with this Karen? Can well, you? I wouldn't go that far, but I can understand why someone would be angry with the post office. I would just, I would have loved to have been there just for the drama of it. Like, <laughs> I just really want to know what she'd be shouting about. What possible justification did she have for shouting and bawling when she's not putting a dress on her parcel? Like, the post office clerk is entitled to be like, okay, where's it going? <laughs> where's it going? Can you can you tell an address? But, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Can you stand outside? Oh, but I hate that. Don't you know we're in the pandemic? Ah, I hate Who, that. I'm like, oh, I've been loving under the rock for the someone, past. Someone said that. I can't remember who it was. Like, we're in a pandemic. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Didn't know. I said, no. <laughs> Shock horror. But you would also be used to that. You'd yeah. be used to having to be outside. And also, I, I, that 
that when that message came in, that was when we were having that spell of really, really beautiful weather. So. So like, what's the problem? Yeah. And I bet they even gave her like a pen and stuff to write on and stuff. Don't go to the post office if if you don't have. Don't go to the post office to post <laughs> something if you, if it doesn't have a destination. You can't just give it to someone and they magically they magically yeah. know where you want it to go. It's not Harry Potter. It's not like there's just an owl that knows where to take it. And I would add, don't go to the post office when your parcel's too big. Mm. And don't go to the post office to exchange money. Just, no. just don't go to the post office. Say, say you've gone back the third time with your parcel, right? Mm-hmm. And they were still like, nah, doesn't fit, or nah, new label. Do you think you would have caused a de-escalation smoke bomb to go? No. <laughs> I would have wanted to. I think I was, um, I don't think, I think my, I made my feelings very clear. But were you quite stern with them, eh? Not stern, not on purpose. I think I was just more, probably my face, and probably let out a few sighs. Oh, I, I'm a fan mm. of a sigh. Yeah. But I was, really, I was think- really, I was really kind of replicating their attitude, to be honest. I felt I wasn't really getting much from them, so I wasn't really... Because I find that I'm usually... Difficult with masks on in that though. So you, um, you tell me that you were, in your eyes, and your body language were putting, put, without having your, before your mask on, you Which is, to be honest, I feel like I'm the, I'm like a very, like, I'm a sorry person, like, oh I'm sorry, like I'm so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> I thought with this I was getting a real attitude from the, the post office ladies, so I was not, not happy my usual it. overly apologetic self. Someone who over apologises. It means you are. Oh no, I remember. Was it a sign of ADD? Attention deficit disorder? Or was it a sign of dyspraxia? Which I have sometimes thought that I have had dyspraxia. What's dyspraxia? Is that, is that is that like physical kind of, judging distances or is that maths dyslexia? There's a bit of. So there's dyscalculus and dyspraxia, and I think the two are kind of interlinked. But dyspraxia, like it's. You always saw she's clumsy. You are really clumsy. Well, okay, and I also say sorry all the time because I think the whole thing with saying sorry all the time was that because you're just so used to it being like your fault because you are clumsy. So right, 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 you're right, right, just right, always right. used to. So like for example, okay. if I'm out in town pre-COVID time, someone bumps into you, it's like busy, but they bumped into me. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, but does that also mean you're maybe just a bit too passive and you want to yeah, say to them? potentially. Speaking of the um, dyspraxia then, I w- went out for lunch two days ago. No, yes, just yesterday. Like, I... It was actually a bad experience, I will not like lie. <laughs> I feel like with every week that passes, I become more and more Karen-like, seriously. Mm. Like, I, I wouldn't... Is it an age thing? I think it's like a... Personally, I think it's like a fatigue thing. I think, mm. see, when I'm tired, I have very little patience yeah or like when i'm tired and i'm finally getting out to do something the pals after working loads and then it's crap i'm like that's so disappointing i was really looking forward yeah. to that so we went to a place for lunch um i actually slept in we went to meet at half past 12 and i woke up at 12 27 <laughs> <laughs> to a text being like we just arrived i was like uh, uh i'm on my way <laughs> i had to like sprint get a wash get changed run yeah so got there they had already ordered and had started eating and I sat down and like 
ages for Tecmovencini, then the food took a while, then the guy kept dropping stuff, like dropped her cutlery, mm. like spilled juice all over the table, when he was trying to clear glasses away in place, so he kept dropping them like back onto the table where they were like sliding about all over the place, he dropped a, a, like a wee ramekin of sauce all over the ground, like under the table, it splashed on everyone's feet. And we were actually at one point we were just all sitting being like really intensely looking at the food that somebody had ordered. We're like, oh, mmm. Because he was like off to my left, like banging and clattering and <laughs> dropping stuff. And he kept saying sorry. He, me? he kept saying sorry. He kept being like, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm like, it, it's fine, but how can you. How can you so could, maybe he's got dyspraxia then? Well, maybe he's dyspraxia, yeah. Mm. But then one time he came over just to put an extra fork and said sorry about that as he handed the fork instead of like there you go or something yeah. it's like this is all very very strange oh, my theory, well it's not my theory I read it somewhere is essentially I, I, well, I really hope that's not offensive to like, anyone who actually genuinely has dyspraxia but like would you say for someone who's obviously known me quite a long time would you say I'm clumsy is it Beyond... in, a, in a normal sense in a normal way or more clumsy um, than an average person you are um Clumsy beyond belief. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like, like not that bad. <laughs> no, uh, uh, getting in and out that door. <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for context to the listeners, my flats get storm doors. It's an old tenement. Yeah. So I don't know that's what they're called. I think they're, they're called. So it's like you come to the door. It's like a wooden door on a latch that opens inwards, and then you've got the actual front door. It's it's not a porch. It's a tiny little gap. But Bethany was just like trying to like open my front door and try and close it behind her before she opened the storm doors, which obviously opened in the way on top of her. And I was like trapped in the trapped in like an airlock. She was so I also thought she was about to start like banging on the glass, be like, help! Couldn't you couldn't figure out the hinges? No. Well, I guess that is a very recent example. Yeah, but I mean that's like just that's a daily that's a, a an activity yeah. of daily living. I think it's because I it's because I am me what an existential kind of like <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I am just the way I am. I don't think of it as being like I am what I am <laughs> You know, I don't think of it as being like any particular way. It's just it's just I just I'm like so I'm like has any, did, did other people comment on your clumsiness? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to get called Calamity Jane. Oh my god. Calamity. That's so sad. And just simple things like tying my shoelaces and things a bit difficult. Like This woman has a driver's license? Yeah. So. <laughs> I think with stuff like that, but my driving instructor. We've spoken about how I've had a few driving instructors. You went through four or something as well. But a lot of my driving instructors, this really hasn't got anything to do with clumsiness, but my driving instructors would often comment that I would just like go into daydreams when I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) And I do that sometimes. See, when I know the route somewhere, like I'm thinking when I used to commute, when I worked in Hillington, sometimes I would get home and not really like remember (laughs) getting home. And I'd, apparently I just used to go into a daydream when I'm driving. I think I must still do. Have you ever had near, uh, collisions in the car? No. no. Never? Never, oh. a, never a near miss? Only with like parked vehicles as in like if I was parking in the road. 
I guess that spatial awareness and stuff when you actually have to focus yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. I think actually we've so sorry we've we've actually dipped away from the cabins and we've really yeah, become heavily well, invested in a diagnosis <laughs> of dyspraxia. A life diagnosis, guys. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'll be better back then. We'll go into Joseph's uh, medical school next week. <laughs> yeah. Aye, <laughs> right, so back to back to um, back to Karen. Do put yourself in the put yourself in the Clark's shoes. <laughs> Clark shoes. Oh. Like the shoe shop. Yeah, wasn't that funny? I thought that was quite funny. Um, would what would be your limit before you push that button? Right, bear in mind that you know that this button mm-hmm. is going to set off a really loud alarm. You're going to set off, you know, a a, a flashbang or mm-hmm. a smoke bomb, and you're going to get the police and the fire brigade. To be honest, I really like the idea of setting that off. I don't think it would take much. <laughs> But do you know what I think it is? Like with this cat, like Karen's have been, you know, been locked up for however many months now. They've obviously just got a lot of built up anger, you know, not really being out of the shops much. Yeah, I don't don't know. I think it would, uh, uh, honestly, right, so the buttons are not out on display. So it's it's literally, you have to actively reach. It's not like it's there tempting you to press it. It's a big red button. It's not a big red. It's not like a plunger, like a dynamite plunger. It's underneath the desk. Mm. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I think I would have to have like somebody like trying to hurt me to press it. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be like a magician's escape, wouldn't it? It would. Um, you would. You know, the smoke bomb would go <laughs> off, and you would just disappear. Um, a bit off topic, but um, friend of the podcast, Megan Markle, <laughs> and Prince Harry, they've just had their baby. So. Congratulations, guys. We know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from your number one uh, Scotland fan club. Yeah. Um, many, many happy wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say happy returns, but that's a birthday thing. Yeah. Many. Uh, hang on. I'm actually, I've wanted to do this all night. I'm just going to take my microphone off. I'm just going to hold it now like a little uh, <laughs> singery song. What song? What's, what should I sing? Sings that, Cliff Richard. Congratulations <laughs> and celebrations. <laughs> Who's like the crooner that kind of holds their mic like this and kind of? Does Adele do this? For this is this is this is just the novelty. Just for the novelty of being in the same room with me, I'm now just going to walk away from her. Okay, I'm being serenaded. Give me a song to sing. Cliff Richard. His name, unfortunately, has been... Unchained Melody. What's that? Oh, yeah, that's Will Young. Will Young Evergreen. I'm not singing Will Young. (laughs) You said name a song. Yeah, a song that I know. Well, you said... Anyway, I just like the idea of, like, walking about like this, so, like a comedian. Mm. Like that. (laughs) So what's the deal with, um, airline food? (laughs) Are you joking? That's the Mountbatten Windsor's the surname. Marco can come in there, no? No. 
Um, I'm sure that the press would have a field day if it was Markle and not the royal surname. Or if they put Markle first. Yeah. Markle McBatman. Because uh, I haven't seen... I've seen I haven't seen too much um, coverage of it, and I think from what I've seen, it's very kind of fifty fifty. Again, that's just from what I've seen. You know, what very positive, nice, congratulations. And then on the other side, I was saying I was watching Loose Women during the week, and they were saying, "Oh, I mean, did did they even get permission from the Queen?" Um, Lullabit was the Queen's uh, nickname. Is that offensive? Not calling it a proper name, and just all these kind of spe- negative, kind of like speculative, you know, stuff about oh, did they even ask the Queen? I think it's quite uh, right. I didn't ever see myself becoming a royal, <laughs> a royal commentator, but well, Meghan and Harry aren't in the royal family anymore, so no, that's true. It's quite like it's quite cute. Like I don't yeah. like that. I think the name Lolly bit is ridiculous. But it's going to be called Lolly. She's going to be called Lolly. Lolly bit is obviously a nickname. It's not yeah. a name. But like I would be quite touched. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think you need to ask permission. Like if you were naming your baby after a family member, do you need to ask them permission? Well, listen. If if they say they called her Philippa, <laughs> yeah. there would have been an absolute. Shitstorm mm. in the media mm. because they would—I don't know—they would—they would perceive it as some kind of like snide. But I think if they'd named the baby Diana, then I'm sure they would have said, "Oh, but what about Prince William? Like he should be able to call his children Diana." But he's got a baby exactly. girl and not called her that, so exactly. But anyway, congrats, guys! <laughs> congrats to the new parents. So glad the news is out now. Wait, they're not new parents, are they? They've already got one. Mm-hmm. Archie. Archie, Lily. So he's also, is he also like Mountbatten ones and all that? Yeah, I think he's Archibald. Well, look, you can take the boy out the royals, but you can't take the royals <laughs> out the boy. That's Archibald it. and Lilibet. Um, well, it's not a name I would choose, but, you know, each to each their own. Oh my god, when you just did, so Bethany just did like a phone, a phone symbol. Yeah. I, you, you were right. People do do that thing where they just clasp their <laughs> hand up to their ears if they're on a smartphone. Yeah, that's a sign if you're old or not. That's disgusting. I, I find that disgusting. Because you're old? No, that, like that forever, like the thumb up and the pinky out will always be like, you know, phone me. If, see, say, say you were like, had hopped on a train or, I don't know, I would be, I don't know. Say, I was, for some reason, I was communicating with you through glass. Yes. Right? Soundproof glass. Soundproof glass. <laughs> I would always, and I wanted you to phone me. Yep. So say we're in a situation. It's a very specific set of circumstances. <laughs> a situation where I had to communicate with you through soundproof glass and I needed you to phone me. Yeah. I would say, I would put my thumb up to my ear and my pinky at my mouth and I would go. Hold me. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Hold me. Hold me. But young people just sort of like clasp their hand to their ear like they're holding a smartphone, which fair enough because they wouldn't have never experienced like house phones. An analogue phone. Or the phones for you advert. Remember that? Phones for you. Phones for you. Oh my god, do they still go? I don't think so. Do you remember 0800 reverse? 
Yeah. I used that all the time to get my mum and dad picked up from school. <laughs> I'd no credit. I'd have no credit. I'd reverse it and they would, they would ask you to say your name and I'd be like, Joe. I used to do it to get like, somebody picked up from the town centre. Credit. Imagine having credit. No. Someone at the spa was getting a £10 Vodafone top up. Well, I mean, if it suits your lifestyle, it's fine. Yep. I personally wouldn't do it. And I think that nicely rounds up episode eighteen. Yeah, eighteen, and it's been a long gap, but hopefully, yeah. I think I think we both decided that we need an outlet. And I think the face, the this face to face, I think works quite well. Yeah, yeah, it does. I think it's a lot more conversational. Yeah. I think we, I think, I think we might listen back to us and think we sound a bit stiff at the start. But I think it's because we're used to us just being on a screen yeah. and being quite, being quite, you know, um, like we're obviously to a listener because yeah. like now we've been a few instances here we've actually just been sitting talking, talking. absolute nonsense yeah. that was episode 18 hope you enjoyed it mm-hmm. if you liked what you heard make sure to follow like subscribe leave a 5 star review or listen leave a 4 or even a 3 we take on we, we take constructive criticism mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we would we would read it, but we wouldn't necessarily take it on board. And we also really want to hear more submissions. Yeah, so you can email them to us. Uh, what is now can at gmail.com. I almost forgot there because it's been a while. And you can follow us on Instagram and DM us there, and that's just what is it now can. And there we have it. And there we have it. Just like that. Oh my god, we're getting good at this. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye. bye. And see you next time. Oh, I like holding this. No, the, the William song I was thinking of was I like a sunrise Like a rainbow <laughs> through my skin And I wonder I wonder why you look at me like that What you thinking of what I don't tell me, but it feels like love. I'm going to take this moment and make it last forever. I'm going to give my heart away and pray we'll stay together. Because you're the one good reason. You're the only Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.